Life Happens with Pimelo Mutine on SAFM, leading the conversation. All right, thanks for staying with us. It's nine minutes after two. It's Men's Forum. And this afternoon, my guest is Professor Kopano Ratelef. Uh, he's a psychologist. And uh, we're discussing all things mother-child relationship, even if those are mother-adult relationship, but mother nonetheless at the center of this conversation. Professor Ratelef, thank you for your time. Good afternoon. Afternoon. You're welcome, Pamela. Thank you for having me. Um, you are a masculinity studies scholar, so it's quite apt that you're here. When we discuss relationships, men and their relationships with their mothers, w- what stands out for you? What What's at the center of the, the critical <coughs> nature of that relationship? Well, let me say, just before I give you the core of my response to this, is mm-hmm. I, I love this. I love this particular topic of masculinity as motherhood and motherhood and um, at the core of this is is something I I have um, held for a long time but it, it as I grow old and as I read more and as I do more studies it, it settles in and this is it the mother is the first love relationship mm. a child has that child be they a girl or a boy but in particular with regards to men and boys, this relationship, this relationship shapes all other relationships, really, mm. that that a, a male child will have for the rest of their life. Mm. So, that being the case, then one wonders just how much it shapes the nature of this individual going forward. Because, you know, give or take, the absence of that parent, the abandonment of that parent, the existence of that parent, the love given by their parents, all these complexities in that relationship say so much about what happens to that child. Absolutely. And you mentioned uh, several things. Uh, and, and as we speak, uh, a few years ago, because of the work we are doing with a, with a group uh, on, on the state of the second state of South African fathers, I was looking at the numbers from the from Statistics South Africa mm-hmm. on the General Household Survey, they mentioned this, that about 3% of children, uh, no, but just under 3%, 2.5 to 3% of children have lost both their parents. So we're mm-hmm. talking orphanhood here. Okay. And then in particular, 3% have lost their mothers mm-hmm. and a higher percentage by uh, their fathers. So these are orphans. Mm-hmm. We're not talking about children who don't live with their parents, with their mother or the father, which is a different statistic. Mm-hmm. But what you're mentioning is, precisely that that if you have this lack as a male child not just uh, first of all the lack of, of of physical presence of a mother whether they are dead from HIV or from gender-based violence or from any other disease um, and uh, even if you have those who have but the mother for one reason or another is not emotionally available right mm-hmm. they, they don't sh- demonstrate the love that all children need that they the tender care, the loving care, it impacts them fundamentally in the relationship they're going to have with others because, here's the one thing, because mothers stand in the place of this figure who helps the young child to understand their own internal life, right? Mm -hmm. So a a basic example is if a child cries Mm -hmm. and they're hungry and the mother is not addressing that that cry. Mm-hmm. Something happens in the child that if I cry, 
that there's no one in the world who take care of my emotional needs. And they grow up with this thing. So can I just ask then, um, Professor Atili, that is there a difference or is it even more present that if, if the mother's physical presence is here, although emotionally absent, is the damage more than if a parent was physically just not here, if they had died? Is, is there a comparison there or is the damage more if the, pers- the person is actually physically here but, but absence, absent in this, in the, in emotionally and maybe otherwise? There's a lot of, of studies that ask uh, precisely this question. It's a very good question, uh, Pamela. Uh, basically, uh, here's, the, here's the thing. So the, the difference between a mother who, has, who is not there because they died mm-hmm. uh, from whatever Physical reason presence, yeah. is, uh, is different from, the, from, the, from the, the lack that one experiences when the mother is there mm-hmm. but is not demonstrative in a loving way, in mm. a caring way. There's a, there's, a, there's a clear difference. So what, for instance, in South Africa, the, the, the general report just suggested, the, the report I talked, I spoke about, the General Household Survey, says something such as that, that even though somebody is in their house, mm-hmm. the emotional or the cognitive or developmental um, impact of, is different in, in either case, right? The case of, of that you could be there, as, a, as an intact, as it were, family, mother, child, there's a difference uh, uh, with the quality of the relationship. So that is an important thing right there. So if somebody is dead, you are able to, to reason that if they were here, they might have been loving. But if somebody is here, is not loving, that's a different kind of order mm. of problems you have. Hmm. And, and so then let's talk about the void and what it creates in 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 the person's lived experience let me underline this before i say this i mean I, my my i don't know whether this is provocative and i'm not making mm-hmm. it just because i'm saying i'm always saying you know in, in the more you think about numbers mm-hmm. just statistical numbers but also the kinds of qualitative qualitative evidence you 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 can just infer from the violence in the country that there's a, a love deficit mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in South Africa. Mm-hmm. And men, men uh, have this for, for a, a simple reason, really, that, that the older men, their parents, their fathers are also not present, so they can't, they can't find somebody to identify, to show them. But if the mother also is not there, they, the impact is so manifold. Um, and so... To your question, what what is the impact? It's it's that you you have a lot of young men who get to their teenagehood and young adulthood and, and older men mm-hmm. who have who have not had somebody to help them uh, if the mother is is not there or is there but is not demonstrative uh, as far as love is concerned, and uh, they get to, to adulthood, they means they have to. They don't know how to relate, mm-hmm. particularly to, to if they're heterosexual, mm-hmm. to, to, par- to possible partners or when they're dating. And one of the ways is, is um, a, a really wonderful, I think in a long time, was say that when people can't express in words mm-hmm. what they feel, they use their bodies. Mm-hmm. We see this quite a lot. Mm-hmm. It's because the, 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 the language... Uh, to learn to speak about their internal life is not there. They didn't get that 
and the so, language of touching each other is not there in 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 good ways in pleasurable ways so professor Atele, let's let's ask the question what has happened uh we're focusing now on men. And this is not to say that they are more resentful than other the other gender. That's not that's not actually the point. The point, but what are we seeing? Are men saying that they they haven't felt a mother's love? Is that is that what we're hearing? Are we hearing that? And is that as a result of physically absent? parenting mothers just being absent whether as you said maybe it's because they died for whatever reason or is because have they just not felt loved and they are living with women but they haven't felt loved and when i call women because it could be aunties it could be grandmothers it could be you know whoever it is in the extended family what are we hearing them say well, you you are actually touching on it. There are different kinds of absences. Mm-hmm. Let's repeat this. So, so there are different kinds of absences, mm-hmm. and the different kinds of absences have different outcomes. Mm-hmm. That's the first thing we have to say. So you have the absence of death mm-hmm. uh, from a, a mother is is dead. So you're an orphan, mm-hmm. uh, a maternal orphan, or you're a double orphan, as they say. Mm-hmm. And so that's the kind of absence. There's the absence then of, of emotional absence, mm-hmm. of psychological absence. Right. That's it as important in other instances and, and perhaps we should focus on that particular one so so um if you have uh, the the psychological or emotional absence that they, you see it in 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 mostly what is what are called qualitative studies mm-hmm. uh, there are a couple of things men would say that we know from this but also uh, studies from elsewhere and the first is is a technical term called alexithemia Basically, men um, can't express tender feelings. Mm-hmm. Literally, they can't. They, mm-hmm. they don't know how to speak. They don't know. They, they just don't know how. It's not that they, you know. It's deliberate. They just don't have the tools. They don't have the language. They don't know how. Absolutely, because they, they didn't have it when yes. they were growing up. Yes. Nobody taught them. Yes, uh, that's the first thing. And then the second thing is this: is is uh, even if you you see it on television or among your peers, mm-hmm. because we live in a society that says expressing these emotions, this loving emotion, is weakness, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And this is a really important one for me, Pamela, because um, if you can't be vulnerable, you can't love. I can really love, you see. If you can't open yourself to, to being rejected or to say, I love you, but somebody says, uh, oh, I want something, and somebody says, not tonight, or whatever it is. <laughs> if you can't be vulnerable, you then... Uh, close you 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 already close to to potential great love as it, it were. Is it also that if you cannot extend yourself in that way, and you're going to have to help me and tell me whether it is, does it also mean that they actually also don't know how to receive the love because they have shut that door? I highly recommend a a a small book by Chimamanda. Uh, Adichie about this in particular. She mm-hmm. says, "Well, we have to te- te- teach men two things, and this is exactly what you say: mm-hmm. that you don't only uh, know how to give love, mm-hmm. to speak love, but also how to receive it. Mm-hmm. You you have to learn to receive love mm-hmm. uh, and give it at the same time, mm-hmm. because in our society, uh, sometimes we allow men to be uh, recipients of love. So women." try very hard to mm-hmm. love me mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. but the men uh, but men don't know how to give it right yeah, so yes. both things are really important at the same time mm-hmm. that that you you must you need to know that the person also can't receive it in other words even if you do you know you do cartwheels if the person doesn't know how to receive it it's just because they can't absolutely so this this comes together i mean the way, as a matter of fact, this whole morning I was thinking about this in a in a, a similar thing, but it's the same thing. So, so it, it, to to be able to to do this, one has to do two things: mm-hmm. both to speak love, but also to listen to love, right? Mm-hmm. So, but also in the way you say it. So sometimes you you say somebody uh, uh, something you're thinking is is wonderful, but they, this person doesn't want this from you, mm-hmm. and this is okay, right? Mm. Uh, because you have to to listen in all ways. You have to listen to yourself. Says, if they're saying no to me, they're really not saying to 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 the love I'm offering. They are not saying to me as a person, as a man. They might not be in this place where they might be have all kinds of reasons. So this this language of learning, vulnerability, emotions, talking, listening, comes as a as a complex set of of feeling life. So to to what extent has our evolution urbanization contributed to the void because i imagine in a in a scenario where perhaps the par- the actual parent was not there you would have had a community of other people demonstrating love to you and, and therefore that void would not be that evident and now that people are isolated in in their lifestyles that there isn't anybody to fill that void. To what extent has this been part of the problem? I don't know what what's happening in my country, but the, 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 we're returning to this, and it's a wonderful thing you just said. I mean, the nuclearization mm. of our lives, right? Mm. So the movement from from a particular kind of family structure, mm. where you have other people taking care of you, helping you, mm. and this might be an auntie when mm. your mother is not there, mm. who is both. Uh, inappropriate in wonderful ways, right? Mm. But they're teaching a certain a certain way, or and then the grandmother here, Rahadi, mm. uh, uh, and your, the, uh, other people in the country. Because we 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 now are, are nuclearized. Mm. We live in a family where all the load of loving and caring each other is happening between three, four people: the mother, the father. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. Uh, this is a heavy load. Really, it's it's it has its. And we see it all over the world, not just in our yes, country. Yes, yes. Absolutely. And it's problematic in the sense that also what it doesn't do is that it doesn't give you the variance of different types of people. Absolutely. That's so it, that's you don't point. learn how to engage differently with different types of people because, of Absolutely. course, in an extended family, we're all very different. And we're not necessarily perfect, but you learn as a child to navigate yourself around the differences you learn that, that exactly the difference is what you learn right there in the in this multiplicity yes. of individuals in this in this structure yeah let's just open the lines prof 0117142006 and we also open the whatsapp notes on 0614104107 so let's talk about the other side of the spectrum where it is all good where you do receive all the love, where you are surrounded by this motherly love, and and still it's not enough. Oh, 
because I'll, I'll yeah. give you an example of what I mean. You've heard it before where you hear men and I've seen I've seen men literally fight themselves to death where they would say, you know, don't call me by my mother's name or whatever, you know, whatever. And, and, and you can say whatever you want to say about me. Just just leave my mother out of this because they are so attached to their mother. But somehow that motherly love that they so strongly feel does not necessarily translate to how they relate to others. By the way, this, this is another wonderful one. Look, let, let's take out of this equation for us before even we get there. Mm-hmm. Uh, that even if, even if the, the, the love that you felt for your mother was, mm-hmm. was fantastic, was idealized, mm-hmm. In, in other terms, we say you over-evaluate mm-hmm. this object of love, this love that you mm-hmm. got from, mm-hmm. and it doesn't transfer to other. Let's take out of the equation, uh, and then we can we can play well here. Mm-hmm. See? That men, even in that case, you can't be violent. So we take that out yes. already, right? Yes. We take we take out, and if we've done that, we, we're now in a, in a wonderful wonderful zone mm-hmm. because uh, what happens that in that case, it's it's. It, we we realize that this thing we call love mm. is such a dense thing. It's so complicated in one sense because, mm. uh, let me put it this way, you know, sometimes, and I give this example sometimes when I teach university students, but also men outside, I say, well, you know, uh, one of the things about consent is this, is, is you say, well, you know, uh, I want tonight... To not to have sex, but I want you to hold me. That's a really important, right? I just want you to hold me. Uh, but because some of us have not learned uh, that that itself is 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 important in the relationships. That tonight I want to do something, but I, I won't go uh, to this extent. I want to do this, but not that. So because you yourself come up with come to this moment with certain uh, like all of us, like insecurities. Uh, you come up with what happened that day. You come up with memories of some of, of what happened before. You might misread what's happening in that moment. You might say, "Well, you know, they, they are uh, they have had sex with somebody else tonight. That's why they don't want to have sex with me." So, at that moment, what what all of us learn, what at least I have learned, is this, that one has to constantly learn. You're learning about about what the other person wants, what's happened to you, to reflect on that moment. And you really have to be to have what's called an integrated personhood. You, you have to know yourself very well, so that you don't take uh, the the uh, quote unquote the rejection it's that moment. Personal. It's not a rejection that I don't want this. That that is an as an affront, as an insult. But this is what's happening tonight. They don't want this. He doesn't want this. She doesn't want this. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Lottie's calling from Midrand. Good afternoon, Lottie. Hi. How are you, ma'am? Good. Thanks. Thanks for calling. Ah, thank you very much. Wow, it's a very interesting topic that you guys are talking about. <laughs> I just want to comment on the on the on the uh, mother and love uh, mm-hmm. kind of relationship. Mm-hmm. Uh, because um, when I, I when I had my baby, my ba- uh, I was in my teens, so my mom came in and then looked after the baby. Mm. So, and then my baby, when he went to primary school, uh, he started to develop this, uh, is it A-H-D-H? ADHD? And then they say, yes. And then he has to, he had to take some pills for like every day mm-hmm. when he went to school. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, he was so hyper and then so violent with, 
with other kids, obviously, mm. at school. Mm. And then this year, I decided to take him in. He no longer drinks those medications. He behaves very well. So I would say that, um, you know, as a, as a single mother myself, so I would say that uh, the parents should do whatever we can to, you know, to, to, to stay with our kids. Because we don't know uh, what kind of love the, the person he was staying with uh, was giving it to him. You understand? So that's why maybe he wants to react the way he was reacting. Mm. Loti, mm. thank you so mm. much for that, uh, Loti, there in Midrand. We'll continue this conversation with Professor Kopanaratele, psychologist and uh, men and masculinity studies scholar as well. We are talking about men and their relationship with their mothers. It is, though, 2.30. Let's uh, come back after this. Let's go to N. Musa for the very latest in headlines first. At SFM Radio and at Pimelo Mutile on Twitter. Professor Kopanaratil is my guest. Uh, he's a psychologist and a men and masculinity studies scholar. And we're discussing men and the relationship with their mothers. Now, lady, you're calling from Soweto High. Good afternoon, Pimelo. How are you doing? I'm good. Thanks for calling. Thanks, lady. Thank you. What a great show. And I really do appreciate the fact that you're trying to dissect what is happening in the country with our brothers. Mm. But, you know, from my side, and this is what I've seen, as a parent, as a mother, Mm -hmm. especially raising a boy child is not easy. Mm. You do what you need to do, what you can. Mm -hmm. But the aspect that I'm seeing that is breaking a lot of men is the initiation school. And I have seen this. The boy is 14, 15, Innocent child, you've taught him the values that you know, mm-hmm. how to navigate this world. Mm-hmm. He goes there. Stuff happens. He comes back. He's broken. You ask. He's told, you are a man now. This child is 15, 16, mm-hmm. 17, mm-hmm. whatever age. And then now, he must not tell you anything mm-hmm. as a mother. Mm-hmm. And I've seen this one time, this guy, I mean, I was renting a room and they are home. In Limpopo, it was between the border of Limpopo and Pumalanga. That guy was so drunk, and then he started talking on what was happening to him at the initiation school. His friends were there. Guess what? They were telling him to shut up. Of course. <laughs> lady, of course that would happen. Professor Ratele? He uh, was it's so a- broken, this guy, because unless as a society we put a spotlight on the initiation schools, this thing will carry on and on, and men are not talking, and they are broken. The things I heard, and this is what I've heard about three men. Well, the last one, I manipulated him. <laughs> Tell me. <laughs> oh, let me quickly go to, to Professor Atele because we're running out of time very quickly. Uh-huh. There, 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 tum- there comes a time, Prof, where the bro code comes in, and, and the mother can't do anything about that. Indeed, I mean, you, you can't keep your, your child or, or a young man. Uh, at a certain point, all, all, all young men have to have come under the influence more of the peer, the bros, than, than the mother. And they, they, the, the, the peer group comes with his own values. Mm-hmm. So, so uh, the, the, every time, I mean, to put it as simply, if you have a child and you have done all you can do, mm-hmm. that doesn't guarantee that they're yes. going to be uh, loving. And, and you, in one sense, you have to 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 hope. You live in the hope, mm. the critical hope that what you have done is enough. Mm, 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 mm. Sure, um, Makasonke, you calling from Lusoweto as well? Hi. Hi. How are you? Spinella? Good. Good. Thanks for calling. To your guest as well. 
Yes, Ospimelo, um, um, one thing we should understand is that uh, perpetual mothering, mm-hmm. um, it actually creates a good, a, a good measure for a pro- pro- progressive man. So what do I mean by that is that, remember, a man existed on, on the mother's womb for, for that period where the mother was an, a source of nurturing mm-hmm. to, 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 to that man. So what happens is that then when he when he, when he then delivered the child and the child the, the the boy existed and under the care of the mother, so even when the guy when 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 the, when the man comes to manhood and he gets married, that mothering is supposed to continue. So then that means the wife then takes over. But the thing, the challenge right now is that men they then view women differently the way they, they their wives differently the way they view their mother. If they could if if they could take that and continue with that then we shouldn't have problems that we're having right now. Our attitude towards women is where the, uh, the problem comes in, you know. So basically that's why my contribution. Thank, Thank you. you so much for that, Prof. Well, indeed, um, um, but we, we have... Oh. Is, oh. That, is that you, Prof? <laughs> All right, it's not you. Okay, let me quickly go to Klaba um, while we sort that out. Klaba, hi. Good afternoon, Pamela, and the Prof as well. Good afternoon. Hello. Um, you know, it's a very touchy topic that mm-hmm. you guys are having today. You know, young men involved in all sorts of atrocities, rape, murder, mob justice, I'm a parapara and everything. Um, the, that, that motherly love, you know, a young man is born of a mother, that motherly love, when he just thinks of doing that, and all sorts of things, does it trigger does it touch his conscience when he's just about to commit that? Um, to perhaps make him stop doing that or maybe realize that this is someone else's daughter or son? Does it, or maybe if, 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 if anything happens to his mind, does anything happen to his conscience and say, mm-hmm. let me stop doing this. This is someone, else, this is someone else's daughter or son. Just like I am, mm. Prof. Well, it's, very, it's a very, it's a very touchy subject. Yeah, mm. absolutely. I mean, this is important. We, we are. I mean, I'm saying this, and on the basis of data and on experience, uh, that that the motherly love, the love of the mother, is is fundamental. But we must be careful not to put too much uh, on on only. Mm-hmm. The mother, right? Mm-hmm. Because as we just said right now, the the young man, the boy, the twelve, thirteen, fifteen, and then twenty, they leave the house. So, if you then leave the mother who has done all she can do, sometimes alone, yes, and you find that the world is not loving, and we we see this in in police brutality, in in mob violence. You see, it, uh, so the world itself can be very violent. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. the point is, uh, we as individuals. Uh, mothers and fathers, mothers we're talking about right now, can do as much, but if the, 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 the world is not loving. So some of the problems lie beyond the can of the mother, as it were. And, and, and to what extent do we also have to add the mother's own burdens being weighing on the child itself as well? And we haven't spoken about that. I mean, yeah. I mean uh, uh, let, me, let me say this for this country, and I'm saying it in very particular that is a group of women in this country of ours 
who bear the greatest burden burden of care. They they take care of everybody. These are black women. Mm-hmm. Black women of a particular age bear the greatest amount of burden, and they don't get that support from from all over. They, they, of course, they don't get it from the relationships. Many of them, they don't get it from the state. They, they don't get enough paid enough to do this caring work. And and that that burden comes up comes with all kinds of psychological toll. Uh, they, it exacts a certain a certain thing. So in one sense, personally, I'm always astounded about. So where do they get the care? These people who care for for the whole for the whole country, for nations, for men, for 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 all kinds of things, including their employers. It's a fascinating conversation, and we continue taking your calls, 011-714-2006, WhatsApp on 0614-104-107. There's a voice note, Prof. Hi, good afternoon. Look, uh, my side, I started living with my mom at the age of 18 uh, when I was in matric. For the first 18 years of my life, I never lived with my mom. And that... Uh, put great strain on our relationship uh, because the foundation of respect, the foundation of everything required to raise a young boy wasn't there. I was raised by my grandmother. That relationship is 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 unfairly and uh, non-existent because we've been trying to play catch up since 18 up until now. Close to 40 now. And um, I can guarantee you I'm struggling to connect. She's struggling to connect. And the only thing that I requested from her was not to connect with me anymore, but connect with the grandchildren. But that is a very, very tough task anyway. I just needed to give you my opinion. Uh, It is a very, very challenging uh, situation. Sure. Prof, I mean, what you're hearing there is, is, I think, indicative of many people's experiences. And... It's, it sounds to me like the pain is still so deep. Yes, I, I hear this. Yeah. I hear this. Yeah. The yeah. burden that I missed out on 18 years yeah. of life with this woman. But also, Pimela, they're saying that we try, we, we, we're we working at catching up. And, and in that moment, we're saying that it's never too late really to reconnect. Yeah? Can, can we say, and, and, I, and this particular voice note has triggered this in me, that unless we acknowledge what kind of society we are, what, what makes up the society. We, we can do whatever we want if we don't acknowledge that. The fact that he is not alone in the sense that this country is literally brought up on the backs of our mothers who live away from their children to be our nannies and, and so on and, it, and so on it goes. So he cannot be alone. And when you listen to that level of pain and what I think anger, how do you then not expect him to to act it out somehow. I'm not so saying that he's violent, but I'm saying even in his own pain, how do you expect him to carry on? Because we've yanked out mothers from their homes and from their children so that they can parent the more affluent South Africa. Absolutely. This is an acknowledgement you're talking about. You know, sometimes because we, we can say this and we have to say this repeatedly, but you know, there are there are ways, and he's already said said this, and um, that, that we can uh, in our individual lives, in in the work we do, precisely what we're doing here. We say, well, if you are uh, somebody in a position, a certain position, knowing this, 
at some of us who have worked through this and realized that I've missed out because my mother was taking care of other children mm-hmm. because they were not paying paid enough or they were they were what, what was called which is what was a horrible thing called live in maid mm-hmm. you remember those mm-hmm. a live in maid so mm-hmm. they are not there for a week mm-hmm. or a month uh, when they come there the money is not enough so they they can't even uh, as it were buy buy love so uh, that now you if you are in a certain position you can do something about it and that includes uh, from simple things telling telling our government that you need to build enough care centers so that children can be given some love if their parents are working mm-hmm. that that there must be a, you know so you have to do a minimum wage uh, for people who work in certain certain sectors so all of these things contribute they can come to a, in a certain generation in certain years in in a number of years mm-hmm. to support the people who take care of us. So if, as they ca- take care of us, we're caring for them as well. Thank you so much for your time. We will have to pick up on some of these conversations again at another time. I really appreciate your your very thorough explanation for many of us. I appreciate it, Prof. Um, thanks for that time.